0: welcome 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 everyone so excited to be back in the saddle doing interviews again and uh, you'll hear me talk about it in this interview just back to to showcasing some of the world's greatest and most beautiful human beings that we get the honor and privilege of of sharing our experience of life with but uh, i wanted to take a moment to just thank some people who were who were just you know so key in me being able to to get these free self-care summit if you haven't heard of it or uh, saw any clips of it yet, there is a free self-care summit on my YouTube page. You can get to it from my website, I'mRobCook.com. But there were some speakers there, experts in their fields that talk about self-care, one of the topics that's near and dear to my heart uh, on this journey to end human suffering, especially as it pertains to some practical application uh, to our spiritual beings that allows us to, you know, uh, balance that spirituality and humanity so, so much better. Uh, so I want to thank all my speakers, Janet Riney, Teresa Walden, the panelist, uh, Tina Kendall, as well as Jewel Sweetman and uh, facilitated by... By the man himself, Danny Cobb, and uh, I really appreciate you guys, uh, Danielle, who had the inspirational story, the transformational story block, which was absolutely amazing. If, if you don't do anything but check that part out, uh, it was beautiful to hear her share her transformation of life after trauma. So get out to again, I'm RobCook.com, um, and I think it's under resources or or support, one of the two tabs, but you can you can find it, and uh, you may even be able to find it on the front page. Either way. But it's the self-care summit. Hopefully there's something in there that would help you. And um yeah, I wanna shout out also Bunny, man. Bunny is is moving on and she has been such an integral part of this uh podcast and helping me she was at there at the beginning. Every episode I would do, I would send to Bunny. She would help me with the the um the descriptions and she created the thumbnail, the original thumbnail for this. So I I just wanted to thank her. Uh, I love her. I love Daisy. That's her pup, you know, and I really appreciate um, the work ethic that that she kind of taught me in this and the 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 way she showed me how to, to you know, really love people and connect with people. Uh, she's a brilliant person in that space. So, Bonnie, uh, from my heart, I love you, beautiful. Uh, hey, Daisy. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, I'm back. You know, I uh, was down with COVID for a minute, had to postpone the original summit. Uh, but after, you know, do wisdom from the big homie, y'all know it. He he helped me see that the best thing I could have done at that time because I was sick was to take care of myself because that's what I was talking about. So um, yeah, thank you to him. Shout out to, to the big Michael Neal. I love you, buddy. Uh, here we go. So we are back for one of our first episodes in a couple of weeks, and I, I think you're going to love it. Let's get into it. Welcome, 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 everyone. We are back in the saddle uh, after some some travel for work and, and seeing family. We are back to interviewing and highlighting some of the most beautiful human beings that are known to this world. And I'm here with one today, everyone. Uh, we want to welcome to the show, I don't even know where she's from because this is our first ever conversation live on air. So I'm going to be asking the questions as if, you know, you're wondering in your mind, who is this beautiful human being, Charlie Wall, that Rob has on the show today? How are you doing, Charlie?
1: I'm really good, Rob. Thank you for having me. How are you? Uh,
0: Oh, thank you for being here. I'm I'm well uh let's start with that Charlie where are you uh it looks like it's nighttime behind you out the window so where are you located it
1: is I'm in England I'm in Norfolk in England by the beach um yeah it's really lovely except it is nighttime now because the the summer's drawn to a close so we're autumn
0: oh okay yeah no I don't want to be anywhere near (laughs) England close to those those autumn like I like the hot summer days in England that's it like I love the rain and the gloom I'll see y'all next year on that one
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> well I'm a bit of a sun girl myself too I'm I'm running a retreat in Spain in in three weeks and I can't wait to see the sun again
0: <laughs> yeah well that's pretty cool but before we get into that because I do want to talk about that I want you to introduce yourself like who's Charlie like tell who's the Charlie? world who's Charlie
1: Well, gosh, um, you did say we only had 25 minutes, right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Well, my real name's Charlotte.
0: Oh, that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Um, And I am a mom of one young, very handsome man who's 23 now. And... um, I've been coaching uh, for about seven years, but prior to that I was a counselor and um, an addiction specialist and um, a personal trainer and a yoga coach like many many, many hats I've wore. My, my history of who I am is is complex but uh, and multifaceted. Um, but who I am today is just um, happy.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That I love. I love some happiness. Uh, I think it's very interesting that people who've done a lot of different things in life really love everything. Like it's, it's like it seems like I could be up to something else next week. You know, I just really love experiencing life in a totally new way. And it seems like you're like that too. Have you always been like that?
1: I would say. Uh, probably post uh, my brother's death at the age of 21, I really started um, changing and embracing change and understanding that it wasn't scary anymore because yeah, right. the scariest thing had happened in my world at that point. So, yes, I've had many different hats, many different careers. I've moved around. Um, I change I you know I'm happy to stop something like an addiction specialist job. I stopped and then embarked on a whole new career out of like literally from the dirt up and then <laughs> sold that and then moved here and then I've done it again with this business so yes, I have maybe not when I was younger, but definitely after the age of twenty one for sure
0: yeah and you you mentioned it was after something traumatic had happened. And, and I usually spend most of my days talking about life after trauma, finding the joy again and reclaiming life. Uh, I think it's it's all all there is, you know, especially out there, like you said, the most scariest or most horrific thing to happen in your, you know, your life up until that point, you know, to really know the true nature uh, of life and, and and things like that. And I can see that sparkle in your eye. <laughs> I, I can see that you know it, you know it very well. So tell me about this retreat in Spain, which is uh, one of the most beautiful places on this world. Yeah, I I love it. Yeah.
1: Oh, me too. And it's an interesting story because um, my father died in 2016 and he'd been in the same accident as the one that killed my brother. So I'd looked Mm. after him for all those years. And after he died, I literally sold everything and jumped again into a new arena. But one of the places I went was um, Andalusia in spain and spent a whole week rewilding on my Mm. own but with a guide with a male guide and it was um profound for me at that point in my life and so from then i was like right i want to run rich it had been my long-term dream anyway um so i was like right i'm gonna bite the bullet set it up and so we have this beautiful place in spain that uh, a friend of mine called neil who's english who lives over there who went over there with his own dream and um, I do rewilding, and so we take a group of women into this beautiful space, which is sort of near the Andalusian mountains and forests, and we do, I do yoga with them twice a day, and we do um, literal rewilding, so, you know, learning about the animals and the Um, more than five senses that we as humans have and there's wild animals on the land and we'll go forest bathing and I'll do women's circles and teach them about their body and their mind and their spirit (laughs) and we eat really good food well that's
0: the fun part right
1: yes uh, uh, eating the food that neil cooks because he's an amazing host he he teaches the rewilding i and he cooks and it's his place and then i do everything else but his food is amazing
0: <laughs> yeah you know what i i love about the whole rewilding just in general is how it does point us back to our true nature yeah like it it, it grounds us it settles us Yes, in, in ways that people get to see the truth again. They get to remember the truth again. Uh, I, I love that so much.
1: Yeah, it is about remembering because so many people are chronically disconnected from themselves, their body, nature. And no wonder they're all in their head, you know, with this kind of mm-hmm. overwhelm and overthinking and, and myopic experiences. And um, it is really... Uh, a wonderful gift to give yourself if you know even if you just go and walk barefoot on the grass once a day right you know if people haven't got anything around them have a pot plant in your house just something that you can sit with and be with the way I talk about this with my community is I will say you know find a spot any spot whether it's in your garden and if you don't have a garden like look out of your window to have a pot plant something and and call it a medicine spot and just sit and be for two minutes if five minutes feels too long just sit without your phone because we're also addicted to um distraction stimulation which again is taking us away and the other thing about that is when we're looking at a screen all day long we're putting our system into um fight or flight you know that sympathetic state so Even if it's for just two minutes, I try and encourage people to do that. I mean, it's hard often to get people to do that because they're so addicted to stimulation. But just that space to remember who they are, which is what we teach, right? It's what we teach. And often for people, it's like an intellectual understanding, right? Yeah, okay, I get that it's inside me. But, you know, even just being in nature for two minutes would help to... Create some space, and that's so important for people
0: i I would agree one hundred percent. I use different words to describe that very thing you just said, you know, um, I point to it as saying we're so trained and conditioned to think the answers to everything all of our problems is outside of us, yeah, and so that's why I am so addicted to that that um you know, external thing is because I think my answer is going to come from there. And what you're talking about is putting them in a space to remind them where the answers come from, where the strength to overcome the challenging issues of life comes from. And it takes you maybe walking barefooted in the woods for two minutes to remember. It may take you holding a plant and seeing it grow to remember. It may—I know—I um, hear stories with um, first-generation teachers of this who actually studied with Sidney Banks that say he would take you on these walks out yeah. near water. Well, once you hear the sound of water or or things like that, you know it brings you back to remember because that's that's really what we're doing. It's the spiritual truth of, of life. So everyone knows it. Yes. Everyone yes. knows it. You know, it's not us teaching anything new. It's just getting them to remember.
1: Yeah. I always really loved, um I, I met Chip Chipman and he told me a story of either he or Sid Banks said, you know, I, I'm so privilege to get to walk by people's side and tap them on the shoulder and remind them who they are yeah and and i always remember chip telling me that story i can't remember now whether it was him or sid who said it but i was like yes that's what he did to me right chip did that to me when i met him in 2018 and i was a mess back then like a (laughs)
0: mess (laughs) and he was
1: so cool and that that one that was one of the things that he said that really hit me home I was like yes that is what we do or that's what I have done from that point but we just stand by their side and just remind them who they are and what a gift right what a gift that is it's been a real gift for me
0: yeah and it's it's one of those gifts that keeps on giving too you you talked about um that handsome young man that you are a mum of, and I want to pronounce it correctly, mum, because you know <laughs> over here it's my mama, but over there it's mum. So I want to make sure I say it right. <laughs> uh, but but one of the, the 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 joys I have in life now is uh, actually before we even start recording, I text my daughter, one of my one of my daughters rather, to say, "Baby, I love you. Like, thank you for for just the privilege to watch you grow and be a part of." You know, um, because once they become adults, it's it's a allowing at that point, you know, allowing me to be a part of continuing to help them grow, continuing to help them, you know, see themselves uh, in a more positive manner or whatever, you know, that may be in a loving way. Um, so how does it show up for you in being a parent? Like, because uh, your, your eyes lit up when you said my handsome baby boy, you know, your eyes lit up. But how does it come out for you as a parent?
1: that is a big question rob <laughs> um i love him of course you know more than m- more than anything in this world and he has also been my one of my biggest teachers because i pretty much put him up on my own and when he was sort of fifteen, sixteen, he, you know, he he was like moving away from me. And I found that really hard. But as I've grown and as I've learned and he's grown and he's developing into this amazing young man, which I always thought he would do, it's a privilege to watch him grow because my brother died at 18. So And I was always sort of full of, like, grief and all this stuff that you kind of mix up before you know better. But I adore him, and I don't smother him. I allow him to grow and be and make his own mistakes, and he comes to me more now than he ever did. And it is a privilege, and it is a gift, and I'm just so proud of him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can see it. Yeah, I could see it. I, I love that. And you, he
1: is. Let me just tell you quickly. Cause, um, I just want to say this in case anyone's on TikTok. He is <laughs> a TikTok dancing carpenter. The dancing carpenters. He's a viral sensation. Rob, he does Really?
0: Oh man, you got to send me the link so I can attach <laughs> I it to the show notes. Uh, a dancing it's carpenter. So cool. He was yeah. on.
1: He was on a, a UK program. Over here called This Morning, which is well known in the UK, probably for bad reasons now, which I won't go into. But anyway, <laughs> he was on there. That is the was... reason I know of oh. it. That's so
0: funny. <laughs> It was like, wait, I know. Oh, wait, we don't want to talk yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> got it. So that show. got you. Go ahead. Yeah, before all that. <laughs> yeah, Powell, before all that stuff. <laughs>
1: he was interviewed on there with his little dancing carpenter pal. And, and I honestly, I cried. I just cried because they're so good and I'm so proud of him because you know 15 year old him was like an adult him is like and grown up and you know growing into his into his man self and it's a privilege to watch.
0: And you you pointed to something in in talking about this that that I love, and it's also what what showed me and my daughters um, how they were my biggest teachers, and that's mm-hmm. not to smother. Um, initially, parenting out of fear, I smothered, which you know closed off growth. Mm-hmm. And so now having that expansion, because again, me rewilding myself, you know, and losing the fear. And the, you know, of parenting, I am now watching them get into a calmer state, fall into their zone. Like, it's like, wow, you know, it's so beautiful. And not that we are a parenting show, but parenting tip number one is don't (laughs) smother them, you know, let them, they are some of the most intelligent and beautiful human beings um, there is, they're the youth, you know, and, and I hear people say it now, the older I get, how wisdom is wasted on the youth. you know you you you're so fast to do everything and so strong that you kind of just forget how beautiful you are. you know, you're running off. I could wake up in the middle of the night. I you know, I got all this energy, but but really, you know, giving them the space to tap into living their life, knowing who they are with that energy, it's amazing to watch. Because uh, I was much older when it hit me, you know. <laughs> so yeah,
1: yeah. Well, me too. And uh well, what the hit the hit me that I'm referring to is the not fixing, not mm-hmm. buying into their story of whatever was going on, not personalizing it, allowing them to grow, allowing them to make mistakes, and and you know, I can't protect him from hurt, but. I can keep speaking to his health and his wisdom yeah. and that, you know, that was a huge lesson for me. And the other huge lesson was, I think the biggest one was not uh, keep fixing. Yeah. Keep, keep fixing everything for him because then they don't learn how to, you, you know, use this innate resilience and intelligence that they have got, and it's only because I didn't realize I had it. So I didn't, I certainly didn't realize he had it because I didn't realize everyone had it. Yeah, so. uh, <laughs> uh,
0: that you know that that reminds me of this story, and I don't know. I'm still trying to track down where it comes from. I've heard it two different ways, and just like technology, since I've been talking about it more, I got a video on my phone, kind of talking about it, right. But I've heard it one way, and then the video said it a different way, but it was about these trees that were planted. And um, one story says that these trees were protected from all elements and grew in the perfect environment. And the other story says that the trees were giving um, adrenaline to grow much faster. But either one of them, they were in a a controlled environment, so to speak, someone trying to fix their experience on how they would grow as trees, whichever way you look at it, right? But the end result of both trees was the same. They died because they didn't have the maturation process of going through something. So um, it's like when I took every moment from my kids for them to learn, I was killing them. I was stopping their growth. I was it, from again, based in my fear that I was screaming was love. <laughs> you I know. know, I was, I was stopping their growth. And, and when I was able to see that, I start seeing it with clients. I start seeing it in relationships with siblings and, and, and with nieces and nephews and cousins. It was like, Oh my God! I'm trying to control everyone's experience, thinking it's up to me if they have a good life or not. And and it was like, wow, all that from a baby girl, you know, <laughs> all that from a baby girl, you know. So I I really love uh, the way you pointed to that in your story as well. And I'm I'm thinking now, laughing also because. Before we hit record, we were laughing at, we didn't know what the hell we were going to talk about. So (laughs) so. I
1: really love these, um, you know, this is how I do my own podcast. I just love what comes through for people and then where you have a gift, you know, obviously for for carrying it and, and weaving it and so beautifully. And so I always, always trust that now having come across you know this understanding and deepening my connection to that source that divine intelligence I always trust that what needs to come through will come through I don't need to plan anything and it always flows beautifully
0: yeah I love it I love it and uh, a plug can I do a shameless plug right right quick okay (laughs) I would love to be on your show. Just pla- just just uh, just uh, you know.
1: Well, Rob, I'm gonna know. make you wait as long as you've made me wait.
0: How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but hey, timing is everything. So I'm of on. Course, it. Whenever, <laughs> whenever it hits, it's gonna be right when it's supposed to be. Just like this one will be. I know people are gonna love this. I I know they are because um, just as as we said, what will come out comes out, and I think what came out was. A- a very beautiful conversation that has so many different levels of learning if you listen to it, you know, uh, as a parent, as a coach, as a podcast host, as we are, you know, um, just trusting, just trusting that that this intelligence of life has us and remembering how to rewild yourself and, and, and get back to to what's true. Um, and so I, I just truly appreciate you for, for coming in and sharing this moment with me. And, um, uh, this won't be the last though. I've kind of, i I just, as the audience will, I've kind of fell in love too. So you got, you got a fan over here. You got a fan, oh, over here, Charlie. <laughs> you know, but, um, I do want to leave, leave the listeners just with your voice. Um, you've said so many beautiful things today, but yeah, just, just share one where they can find you and two your heart, just whatever else that you want to share with us today. Again, thank you so much for being here and I do apologize about the wait I do I'm sorry no, I've been, it's I've been okay. traveling <laughs> I, was, I was only joking
1: no I was only joking and I would be honored to have you on my podcast as well and I do them live in my free Facebook group which is a female only group so I suspect you'll get a lot of <laughs> so,
0: Wait wait um, wait really sign me up really <laughs> i <sign me up>. am <laughs> <I'm> joking. <laughs>
1: um People can find me on my website, which is IamCharlieWall.com and all of my Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, podcast, everything's on there in that one place. So that's easier than me reeling off a list of everything because I'm everywhere. (laughs) Um, I'd love to leave you with um, my own sense of having courage I think so many people don't realize how much courage that they actually have. And I saw that courage in you then as you spoke about that realization with your with your children. And I just would love people to take one step forward, have courage, believe in yourself, trust that voice, trust your intuition, trust that nudge and... You never know what's waiting on the other side of that because it can be really magical.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind. Have the day you deserve.